You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. What can I help you with? Um, I I think, can I start off with like, um an adversity question i'm like pre- i'm like writing secondaries okay and i wasn't sure if if this was okay i talked about how i like so this is like answering a failure or a personal challenge i talked about how i dealt with imposter syndrome and like not knowing how to be like a pre-med student in general and eventually i, I overcame that by talking to other pre-med students and then eventually joining a pre-med club and joining the leader like the leadership board and like creating yep. events so that information was easily accessible is that is that okay to talk about? Is it okay? Yes. Do I recommend it? No. Okay. So in general, I recommend staying away from academic okay. and MCAT-related, application-related <laughs> stuff when talking about failures and adversities and that kind of stuff. Because ultimately, basically what you're saying was, I didn't know how to be a pre-med student. I found some other pre-meds, and now I'm a better pre-med student. And and that's not really the adversity that they're looking for, which, I mean, it's weird to say. It's like, oh, that's not bad enough for what they want, but that's that's not what I'm saying, right? What I'm looking for, what they're looking for, I think, if you want to just take it a little bit further, is tell me about a time in your life outside of school, because school is a very protected environment for the most part, right? outside of school that you had to face something, learn from it, grow from it, et cetera. Again, school is a very forced fake environment where you may be growing. It's like, oh, I got to see. Okay, but that's school, right? So as much as possible away from academics, away from application, MCAT stuff. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I will change my answer. Um, and then another question, another secondary question. It was, if this was a kind of a weird one that I don't really know how to answer. It was like, what three things do you not care for at all? Oh, I love this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know I'm like not trying to cater to like what admission uh, committees like want to hear, but also what I have right now is just very, very random. Yeah. I think they, they're looking for who you are as a person. Like what's one of them? Um, something about how I'm like allergic to flowers and like, so like, I don't care about like flowers in the, during the spring. Perfect. Very allergic to that. Perfect. Okay. Right. For me, I would say like, I don't care for mustard. I hate mustard. I hate, I hate coffee. Right. I've never had a cup of coffee. Um, so it, I, for me, I would write s- silly random things like that because that's my truth. That's who I am. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and then, Oh, so I have a gap year coming up and I was, hoping to be a caretaker at a senior home and I like went through the job descriptions and it says I would be assisting them through daily activities and I was just double I just wanted to double check if this counted as clinical experience it could yeah it's it's hard without knowing exactly what you're doing a job description may help may not help but it it could be okay um are there instances where it doesn't It, it all depends on what you're doing Okay, I see. Um, okay, I think I think I would be helping them through like ba- bathing and feeding with that. I'm not really sure if that. It counts. could, yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. And then, 
Another question I had was, besides reading your interview book, is there anything else I can do to, to be like more prepared for interviews? Read it again. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, mock interviews is, is always the answer, right? Practice like you play. So mock interviews. So if you're at a, an institution, a university, you have mentors in your life who can do mock interviews for you. I mean, my team at MAPT, we do mock interviews as well. Um, I, I typically don't talk about services I offer on, on these things. Um, I, I like to keep it as uh, pitch-free as possible, but, but we offer, we do lots of mock interviews with students. So um, mock interviews is, is the right answer. And then for, for interview questions where they ask, like, why do you want to be a doctor? Can I give a rehash of my personal statement or is that too repetitive? So the, it's a good question because lots of students fear this question of like, do, do I just talk about my personal statement again? If you write the personal statement in a way that tells me that your, um, your reason for wanting to be a doctor is is the personal statement, why do you want to be a doctor? Then if you get asked, tell me why you want to be a doctor, it's going to have to be a rehash of your personal statement, right? There's there's no two ways about it. So you, I, I don't think you specifically should um, uh, like read from, from script your personal statement. Uh, and I don't think you should say, well, as I, I as I wrote about in my personal statement, um, I don't think you should do that either. But it's okay. going to be very similar to your personal statement. Okay, good. Um, oh, and then I took the Casper recently, and I got my score back, and I didn't do very good. Okay. Um, I didn't. Tr I didn't try to follow a format. I just like did like the practice ones they give you, and. I don't know, maybe like, does this hurt my application if I had to do it again? Like, what could I do differently? Yeah, so the, the biggest thing for Casper where I see students making mistakes is they don't explain their reasoning enough. They just okay. get to an answer. Like, here's what okay. I would do. When ultimately the goal of Casper is to talk about why you're doing the thing you're doing. Because there are students who will get perfect scores on Casper with completely different answers in terms of like, is it A or B? Some students will say A, some students will get B, but if their rationale is logical, then typically they could get the same score because they're not looking for a specific answer. They're looking for judgment. It's a situational judgment test, not a situational, did you get the right answer test? Okay. Got it? Yeah, okay. So, so how is it going to affect you? Nobody knows. It depends on the schools that you're applying to. How are they using Casper in their admissions process? Are they using it to determine who they're going to interview? Are they using it to determine who they're going to accept? Are they using it just for data collection? You don't know that unless they specifically say that. There are some, uh, Altus, the company that does Casper, they may have that data and you can go find it. Um, so it's just, it's just up to, it's up to each institution. Okay. So just to recap, if I had to do it again, I would better explain my reasoning instead of jumping to an answer. Correct. Do you think okay. you did that? I think, I think so. I got nervous during the test. So yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And then I, last question, is it possible to ne negotiate like scholarships or financial mm -hmm. aid at med schools? And if so, how would I, how would I approach that? 
It's possible. It's not probable. So typically schools will go through their process that they do year in and year out. They'll accept their students. And then at some point, they'll start offering scholarships for merit, scholarships for need, whatever they do. At some point, if you have multiple acceptances and one school is offering you a scholarship, some sort of financial aid package, and the school that you really want to go to, the school that you've been accepted to, doesn't offer you any sort of financial aid, you could go to that school and say, hey, like school school A, I really want to come to your school for X, Y, and Z reasons. School B is offering me this. Is there any way that you can make my decision easier to, to come to you? Because I, I want to come to your school, um, but this is a big gap in, in finances that I have to think about. So you could do that. Now they could turn around and go, yeah, sorry, we don't, we don't do that. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Um, I think those are all of my questions. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. When it comes to the MCAT, what are, what are your plans? Have you taken it yet? I, yeah, I'm done. I, I didn't know about Blueprint when I was studying. For oh, it. no. How did you not know about Blueprint? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, now you know about Blueprint. And hopefully you'll never have to take it again because you're going to get in. But if in like three years you didn't get in and you decide to take a break and your score expires, check out Blueprint. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but Blueprint does help with med school stuff. So they have uh, uh, a company called Cram Fighter, which lots of medical students use to help plan for step one and um, uh, board scheduling as well. And, and they have med school tutors. So you can check out med school tutors once you're in med school as well. So, okay. Thank you so they're much taking like over the world. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Okay. Thank you again. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.